everyone. It's Rebecca Leonardis. I'm the host of the Planting Wildflowers podcast, and I'm glad to have you back. Thanks so much for being with me. We're in season two, and I have to say, this has been one of the greatest joys of my career, creating this podcast and spending time in community with the guests that we've had the privilege of spending time with. Season two is kicking itself off in such a big, bold, beautiful way. And while I love having others here to get familiar with and to hear their stories and to learn from them, I also know it's important for me to use my own voice. This platform was created as a space for people to be heard. And if I don't personally step into that role, then I'm not completely fulfilling the intention of the Planting Wildflowers podcast. So it's me today. And I was really motivated to get in here and to share with you some thoughts that that actually occurred to me as I was out for a walk with my dog. Um, I don't know how you are with these kinds of things, but some of your greatest downloads can come in these really unique spaces. Sometimes it's when you're exercising. Um, Sometimes it is when you're in peaceful meditation. you, You can get these downloads at any time. And for me, it happened as I was out on an extreme, like it is just incredibly windy out today. And as a student of Ayurveda, I have really learned to adapt my awareness to what's going on in nature. So that might sound a little bit woo-woo to you, and that's that's totally okay. Here's, Here's what I mean by that. We're in this constant relationship with nature. And on a day like today in Southwest Ontario, where the wind has picked up significantly, it feels like it begs the question, how do I see myself in nature? These are literally the thoughts that run through my head as I'm out for my walk. And the answer to that on this particular day is I see myself in this transition, just like nature. I see myself moving through this transitional period, which is very accurate. I mean, you take a look at world events, even local events, family events, and we are in a very transitory phase without question. And I love the fact that the wind in nature represents one of the doshas, really, if you're into Ayurveda, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But vata is something that moves, it's it's in action, it's transitory itself. So I'm seeing myself reflected in nature. And I have two options here, I can go in the direction of the wind and really feel that resistance and further question myself as to, is this resistance here because it's teaching me a lesson and prompting me to push forward to, to understand that, you know, anything worth achieving is, is going to create a little resistance or is it that nudge to say, maybe just slow yourself down here a little bit. You're moving at the speed of light. And we just, We need you just to slow things down a little bit, like really embrace that resistance and just know that it doesn't mean not ever. It just means not now. On the flip side of that, it can be looked at as um, the, the wind and the movement. Could it be that I see myself reflected in that movement in a really positive way that I am being catapulted forward into something new? Do I embrace that? Do I go with the flow, so to speak? 
there's a lot of things <laughs> that I think about when I'm on these walks. And today was a, just a really extra special one. Specifically, the reason I share this with you is that using your voice is such an impeccable gift to give to anyone who wishes to listen. My advice to you is what you bring to the table, what your unique gifts are, are of extraordinary value. And the people who need to hear or want to hear a message from you will hear the message from you. So the bottom line in that is never doubt that what you have to share, the thoughts that are occurring to you, never doubt that they do that the relevance of them to other people. Think of yourself as a conduit. So if you are receiving these kinds of intellectual downloads, why would you not share that with other people and at least provoke a little bit of curiosity? You may not get the buy-in from, from everyone, that, that hopeful buy-in that everybody receives things the way you did and take action in a positive direction. But the message will land where it's meant to land and it will serve people in a way that is meant to serve. I think a lot of times we hold back from using our voice, the topic of today's conversation, because of these fears that we hold, that we've likely held for as long as we've been on the planet. I think resistance to sharing our voice, our thoughts, our beliefs on things is something that we have fears around. And these fears are results of our own personal insecurities, not meant to be judged. If you're insecure about something, it's, there's a reason for that. This is not to suggest we get into you know, um, all the intricacies of why they exist. It is just an acknowledgement that they do exist. Insecurities hold us back from sharing our voice with other people. We sometimes, I think all of us from time to time, have a lower perception of our self-worth. I'm always blown away when someone I think I hold in such extremely high regard shares with me that they're insecure or they don't see their own self-worth. Literally blown away at that because my perception of them was so high, it seems almost unbelievable to learn that they don't see themselves in that same light. But it's true. All of us progress through these different emotional states and these different levels of awareness. Sometimes we don't share our voice due to feelings of scarcity. So regardless of where you're at on that spectrum, because we all sit somewhere on that spectrum, it's important to know that the evolution of you is so highly valuable to this world that whatever message it is that occurs to you with regularity is something that deserves to be shared. I'm not suggesting you start a podcast, although <laughs> I highly recommend it because it is a whole lot of fun. It brings me a tremendous amount of joy and you can share your message with a lot of people, but I get that that's not everyone's cup of tea. Totally cool. But sharing yourself can be a lot of different things. Sharing yourself can be even journaling, allowing for those intellectual thoughts to be captured 
on paper, that energetic exchange from what's happening in your mind onto the paper is a way of expression. That expression grows stronger and stronger. Your belief in your value message grows and grows if you can take it upon yourself to record it in some way, literally capture it. Don't hide behind it. Don't don't keep it contained simply in your thoughts, but get it out there. Put it out into the universe in some way, shape, or form. Share it with a friend. Or if you're in a position to pass on your wisdom to a group of children, there are lots of different scenarios where this can be the case. Now, the things that hold us back are really difficult. I'm not going to lie to overcome I'm going to get really vulnerable with this audience for a moment, knowing that this is my personal story. I I hope that you'll respect that these are my thoughts on myself and it is a constant, I'm going to use the word evolution again, is a constant progression through some of these beliefs that I've held about myself And what I've come to acknowledge now about those beliefs and how um, I I really believe that I'm in a position now where I'm overcoming some of those challenges. It's always been my belief that I maybe should not or could not be someone speaking about health. Not because I didn't experience all of the things that I'm that I'm educating other people on now. I have a decade of that under my belt. Holistic health has been a priority for myself and in my family life for 10 years now. That's that's a nice chunk of experience. On top of that, I am a perpetual student. So I am constantly, you can ask my husband, I am constantly looking for programs that enhance what I already know and give me new directions to pursue. Like I'm always following that trail of constant information. And for anyone who is in my circle of influence, you know that I, I deliver all of this to you too. As, as I learn, I share. It's important for me. It helps me solidify my own learnings too. So it's motivated somewhat selfishly, I suppose, But the thing that has held me back is this um, insecurity, insecurity about my physical image. I had prior to being in the world of holistic health, I believed that someone who spoke on and educated on and participated in the world of the health industry in any capacity, mainstream or holistic health or whatever whatever label you want to slap on it somebody who supports another person in their well-being let's leave it at that i had an image of what that person looked like i believe that they looked a certain way and i in my own mind simply did not measure up to that i saw myself as less than the image that i had imprinted in my brain i have always been nervous and reluctant to speak in groups of people because I have this belief, this insecurity that when I hit the stage, instead of people indulging in the words and the wisdom that I provide, that they're focused on my pant size or my style or some other ridiculous element that has nothing to do with 
the value that I deliver. But there it is. I <laughs> that's a little uncomfortable sharing with you guys. I don't think I've shared that in a large group of people. In fact, I know I haven't. It is um it's somewhat humbling to share that. Now, here's here's the difference. I've continued to put myself in these uncomfortable positions. I don't know where that strength come from. I I really don't. I would like to say here's the source of that. I I just don't know where it comes from. And in doing that and putting myself in these uncomfortable situations where I believe just a little bit bigger than my insecurities that my value would would support other people. I think that's what it is. Even as I'm saying it, I think to myself, I know the things that I have to tell people if they were to lean in and listen, it would make their life better. This is a fact of all of the work I've done over the past decade, whether it be with my essential oils education, public speaking, meditation, facilitation, or my Ayurvedic training. This this is all with the intention of the betterment of other people. So I guess that's I guess that's my source. That's where I draw on it. But man, is it uncomfortable to hit the stage and feel like you are not the picture of perfect health. I mean, what is perfect health anyways? It's a challenging thing and I know that you might not be able to relate to that story in the same way that I've just described, but that has been my reality for a really long time. I think back even before my time in natural health and in the career that I'm so deeply in love with right now, it, it it wasn't different in high school. It wasn't different for me in public school. I always shied away from these situations where people would would all be looking at me. It's again, it, it's one of those uncomfortable truths. And sometimes if we don't acknowledge them, it becomes very difficult to move through them and offer the value that we have to offer. The purpose of today's podcast is to remind you that playing small simply doesn't serve anyone. So succumbing to these beliefs about yourself being less than simply do nothing for anyone ever. And I'm going to say that again, playing small does nothing for anyone ever. Feeling uncomfortable is something that every human experiences and we have a choice before us. Do we acknowledge the discomfort and find ways to live within it, knowing that on the other side of this discomfort is something really beautiful? In the example of myself getting uncomfortable and putting myself in a position to lead a group of people or to speak on a stage or any of those things, the reward for me is always the afterglow, knowing that now that group of people have heard my message, they can never unknow it, you can never unhear something, so it's there. I've imparted something on them or in them. Maybe I've stirred something. Maybe the next action that they take in their life towards bettering themselves was because of something 
that I said, I find that really personally rewarding. It's enough to push me to suck it up and to get over the things that create that insecurity for me. Think about that in your own life and where you can find a little loophole to push through. I can remember even in public school, now that I think back on it, I was the tallest girl. I was the tallest girl in class for a number of years. And I also remember around that same period of time in my life, I would have many adults say to me, Becky, sit up straight or put your shoulders back. Why are you hunched over? Quit slouching. Things of that nature. And I, as I look back on that, through the wisdom I have now, I can see that as a child, that was my version of playing small. I knew that I was the tallest one in the class, which made me stand out. I stood out and because that created an uncomfortable feeling for me, I tried to minimize myself by slouching, by sitting down where I could, by stooping. That's not something I'm proud to share with you, but it is a a reality. And at the time, I wasn't even aware of it. You can see how it evolves and it carries with you until you're ready to acknowledge it. When you acknowledge it, you can move forward from it. Some of the reasons we avoid this sort of evolution in ourselves is because we're not used to the power that we actually possess. Think about this just for a moment. When you when you realize your personal power or your value, I'm going to use power and value sort of as synonyms to one another. You've always believed that you could do A, B, and C. But when you acknowledge some of your limitations or some of your personal um, insecurities, you then realize that there is this opportunity to move past them. And what freaks you out, what freaks everyone out is the fact that, whoa, I believed my limitations were this. And now you've just shattered that perception. You now realize you have no limitations and the power or the value of that is scary because it's a place you've never been before. It's a little bit like fearing wealth. Some people believe that wealth is something that is, well, many of us believe wealth is a difficult thing to achieve. It's something that requires sacrifice, something that requires hustle and pressure and sacrifice and deprivation and all of these things that all equate to the human struggle. But when you become wealthy, it alleviates those perceptions. The struggle may seem like it's over or it's reduced so significantly that it doesn't even hit the radar anymore. And all of a sudden, the struggle that you're, you don't love, I'm not going to say you love it, but you're so familiar with is gone away. And now you're in this new space 
wide open in front of you. Money is no longer the distraction. Money is no longer the limitation. And that's how it is similar to this newfound power or value that you find when you acknowledge some of that self-worth issue or insecurities or that scarcity mindset that you've been living in since who knows when for a long, long time. It's going to take a little bit to digest all of that. Personal growth is different for everyone. I have this quote in front of me. It's from the psychologist Abraham Maslow. He talked about something called the Jonah complex. And in that, he quotes, the evasion of one's own growth, the setting of low levels of aspiration, the fear of doing what one is capable of doing, voluntary, self-crippling, pseudo-stupidity, mock humility. This is a complex. These are things that we live into. It's important to acknowledge the world needs your voice. If it's any consolation, almost everyone at some point in their life experiences this dimming of their own light or this resistance to their own brilliance. All of us at some point have backed away from our authenticity. We've settled for less and we've sacrificed our power at some point or another. I don't believe you if you say, not me. Everybody occasionally ignores those little nudges that come from somewhere in your soul. And then you park the discontent that's associated with it. You distract yourself by filling your life up with with other things. What if... Just for a moment, that one thing that you've been wanting to speak up about, to share your wisdom on, or to share your voice into, what if you parked your fears and securities and scarcity mindset just just one time and put it out there, strengthened your authenticity? Your resistance to these things is instinctive. We talk a lot about the fight or flight response of the human experience. This falls right into that category. Your fight or flight response is, has one job, and that is to keep you safe no matter what. And that includes your emotional safety. So if something makes you feel uncomfortable, your fight or flight will kick in because 
it's its reason for being is to keep you happy, keep you safe, keep you feeling good and comfortable. But I don't know about you. I, I've had quite enough of that. I know that there is more to my existence than what I have given it at certain parts of my life. I know that the brilliance that I add to most situations, if not all situations, in fact, I'm going to call it out right now and just say all situations is something that allows other people to shine brighter also. If you're feeling this conversation, it's because there is something you've been holding back on. You've been dimming your own light. You've been not living in a place of pure authenticity. And if this is not resonating with you, then I'm pleased to say that you're probably in this space where you've been given it all you've got. The past couple of years have allowed for us to do many new and unique, new, sorry, new and unique things. I feel like, you know, we blame a lot of things on the COVID experience, but there is a lot of positive that has come from this. We have really reset how we live. And in that reset, there's this opportunity to transition into something that you didn't do before. And if for you, that is using your voice, and I hope, 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 that that is the thing that you will say, yeah, you know what, from now on, from this moment on, I use my voice. I let the chips fall where they may, let the message land where it's meant to land. But regardless of what other people are going to perceive, I'm putting it out there. Here's the truth. You won't make everyone happy. Your silence also doesn't make everyone happy. People don't know that you have these gifts unless you're willing to share them. Some of you might be familiar with Marianne Williamson, and I'm going to wrap up this conversation by sharing just a piece of of one of her greatest pieces of writing. I want to leave you with the encouragement to evaluate where you're at right now with you know, name the category in your life. Where are you at financially? Where are you at spiritually, physically? All of these different categories of your life and decide, is there an opportunity for me to shine brighter than I have in the past? It's a really great exercise. You may have done this for yourself in the past, but think about yourself as as a much younger version of you And what would be the words of wisdom that you would impart upon yourself? I think of myself as seven years old and always looking to blend in. I see now through my adult eyes what an outrageously awesome kid I was. And I still carry that spirit with me now. I'm glad I'm able to showcase it now. But my advice to the younger me would have been something along the lines of shine bright, little one. Don't be afraid. Allow people to see you. So I'm going to leave you with this quote from Marianne Williamson. I invite your feedback. 
As always, I welcome you back to the show. And I would ask you, I'm asking you with the most grace right now, if you love these episodes, if you're really enjoying the time that you spend here on Planting Wildflowers podcast with me, can you leave me a comment that is like gold in the podcast industry? It really helps these shows be seen by more people. Rate the show. Uh, If you're on iTunes, that's especially easy and share it with other people. I would be most grateful for that. Um, But mostly I'm happy that you're here. So thank you for that. I'll leave you with Marianne Williamson quotes. Our deepest fear is not that we're inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness that most frightens us. But our playing small doesn't serve the world. There's nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. I'll leave you there, friends. Have a beautiful day and thank you so much for carving out just a little bit of time to spend with me today. Health and happiness to you all.